roll 20 going to work properly yes there we go hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of esb dnd presents stormwatch for our lovely players here don't forget to go on push to talk for the duration of the stream to the best of your ability uh thank you uh for subscribing Nick, I appreciate that. It'll help us all get paid. So we just got our first payout for the Heaven's Fire stream with the first seven episodes that we did that, including some spillover from our Tomb of Annihilation campaign. So thank you, everybody who has been with us for the long haul. And of course, to our patrons as well. And hey, Anna, Anna, our patron is in the chat. Thank you. Hearts to you. You're awesome. Uh, thank you to our cast members who are subscribing right now to help us get paid uh, in the future. Uh, if you have a Prime sub, uh, that is an easy way for you to pay yourself. Also, it is September, so all of our subs, all of subs across everybody on Twitch are 100% off. I don't know exactly how much. I think it's... Does anyone know how much the subs are off? What percentage? 25%. 25% off subs for September. Thank you, Isabets. So we're very close to our goal of 10 thanks to our cast. <laughs> so thank you. By the way, if I'm not uh, coming in clearly <laughs> self-induced hype train yes thank you feel free to let me know in the chat how our audio is doing as well so of course i am se or aaron spencer my pronouns are she her and i will be your storyteller for tonight playing the ensemble oh my gosh y'all are gonna pay yourselves <laughs> playing the ensemble and everyone else in Tilverton and beyond tonight so i'll bring it to our lovely cast members here please tell us who you are uh, who you're going to be playing, and whatever you'd like to add about yourself. And at the end of the session, we will do a real deep dive into all of your projects that you have going on. But to start, let's go ahead and start with... We'll go in proper order tonight, so let's go with Tara. Hello, I am Elizabeth, or Isabeth. Um, my pronouns um, are she, her, and we'll be playing Tara, the um, Earth Genasi monk, and her uh, pronouns are she, they. Awesome. Thank you, Isabeth. But did we just hit all 10? Oh my god, we just hit all 10. We just got our goal. That's amazing. We'll pull a tarot card uh, for that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a, I'm gonna pull my own tarot card here and just keep it in the wings so I can use it for the hype train. So wowee! Thank you everybody. That's amazing. Thank you so much to all of our wonderful folks here. That is definitely a big hype train. I'm gonna uh Oh my god, I had Sangria earlier, so I gotta do a celebratory shot. I'll take something. Ah. Oh, no. I have Parape. So everybody take a sip doesn't have to be alcohol, but I'm gonna cheers to you all. I got some Parape rum. Mm. Cheers. It's weak. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers, cheers. That was a little preemptive, so I have a water bottle and some iced coffee, so. Ah, awesome. Woo! Wow. Uh so yeah, I guess that payout's gonna come sooner than later. So Exciting. Let's move on to Ange. Hello, Ange. Who are you and who are you going to be playing tonight? Oh, and I'll put uh, the links here from the Nightbot for Isabit. And you can check out Isabit's link tree there, including all of her projects. And a deep dive to follow at the end of the stream. So, Ange, take it away. Oh, uh, Ange, uh, don't forget your push to talk, which I think might be a button or something, because you are muted. You're also muted, I think, on um, your end. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Nope, I did the mute thing. Angela that works Rose too. is my name. She, her are my pronouns, and I am playing Famous, the what I call Defender of the Universe Paladin, 
who pronouns go by she, they. Um, and more about my stuff later. Okay, awesome. And also, if you're curious, uh, Animazing Radio Anime Podcast links in the description. If you like anime, if you like podcasts. And again, more deep dive to follow after. Nick, take it away. Hello, uh, Nick or Amberthus in the chat and also in the Discord. Uh, I go by he, him, and so does my bunny, Barbarian Sorcerer, Clematis. And yeah, other than that, uh, I also tend to play D&D Level Up Advanced 5th Edition on Fridays, where we go island hopping. So, but yeah, so I'm here for wild magic shenanigans. Awesome. Thank you, Nick. And Dahlia, please. Hello. What's up, girl? Hello. Uh, Dahlia, she, her. Um, I am just here to play D&D and have a great time tonight. There we go. Is there an H in oh, I guess Dahlia? I probably say my character too, huh? Yeah, so you're oh. going to be... Is there an H in Dahlia? Did I put that in wrong or is it... Is there no H? No H. No H. Okay. I did it right. So yes, who are you playing tonight, Dahlia? I'm playing our uh, a rogue Aluda. Awesome. All right. Jeff slash Fathagen on the TikToks. Good evening. <laughs> I'm Jeff. I My pronouns are he, him, and I am playing Simeon, whose pronouns are also he, him. Uh, and as Nightbot has said, I am Thuggan on the Tiki Talks. All links to our wonderful cast members there as well in the chat. And last but certainly not least, Avalon Willowbloom VO. Hello. Good evening, everybody. Uh, I'm Avalon. I am a voice actor and cast member here for ESP D&D. Uh, in this game, I play Rin, the changeling bard. Uh, typically uses she, her pronouns, but these things are a little wonky. Um, I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And you can find me on TikTok at ADHDND. And of course, everything listed in the chat. And I think Avalon is working on getting the links are still showing up a little weird, but we'll get you a link tree eventually. And we'll get that on there. So <laughs> thank you for, you for the hype train success. Ooh, we get a we get a hype train emote. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> cool. Doot, doot. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for that. Yes, hype train. Woo! All right. So, when we last left off, who would like to do the recap for a DM inspiration or DM inspiration that you can give to someone else? Uh, juicy DM inspiration up for grabs and a lovely gift you can give to any one of your fellow Stormwatch cast members. <laughs> um, we started in the war room um, and my notes are a little lacking from last session. Um, so I apologize if I missed stuff. Um, um, Halia stated that she um, has pawns set in place in Baldur's Gate, I believe. Um, the um, Tarina, is that correct? The dragon um, was planning on recruiting as many as she can to the Zatarum, I believe. Uh, and our our orders were to go to Silverdale, or I'm sorry, Silverton first. Um, 
and we are going to attempt to take over Tilverton to give it back to the drows. That is Shadowdale. Shadowdale is, is for the drow. Tilverton is currently owned by the rogues of Tilverton. I don't, so that's actually partially my fault because the big the big first arc was teased as Shadowdale. Then I realized, so Tilverton is, is a place that exists between here and there. It is supposed to be the forward operating base of the Zentarum, but upon further deep dive into the lore, which is not my own, admittedly, it is all Watsy stuff, uh, formerly TSR stuff. Upon doing a further deep dive there, I realized that there's a lot of potential in Tilverton, so I took that and expanded it. So rather than just do a little hand-wavy thing, again, partially my fault, we're going to do a whole arc in Tilverton now, rather than just hand-wave it and say, you arrive to meet with the drow. So anyway, that is my little DM note clarification. Carry on, Isabitz. Um, We were... We and we met some people on the road as well. I I don't know. I didn't. I was engrossed in our story, and I did not take nearly as good of notes as I normally do. Um, so I know we met we met a group of people on the way to Tilburton or outside of Tilburton, um, but I can't quite remember who they were, and I apologize. That's okay. It is a group of five women as our feminine presenting individuals, as you have teleported into Tilburton with the assistance of. High Archmage of the Black Hand, Nazgris Gris Felkar. Seeing the ruins behind you and seeing uh, this and hearing the screams of these five feminine presenting folks as you ambush them on the road, teleporting in with your massive party, including the Archmage of the Zentarum, uh, the Zentarum's Black Hand. <laughs> they just, ah! And they jumped back, and that is where we left the session. And Nazgris uh, kindly. Well, uh, tips his hat. If I remember right, Rin was in the process of mollifying them and was was engaging in conversation. Yes. Well, in um, in the process of that, Nazgris just kind of tips his hood and says, "Well, I'll leave you to deal with this then, so I don't linger too long. Uh, things to get to, people to see, things to go. Good luck. We'll be right behind you. And see you next time. <laughs> and Nazgris disappears in his direction. <laughs> And he kind of gives you a little a little glance as you as you as he poofs out and just kind of a little looks you up and down again and just lets out a little sigh of disappointment, <laughs> uh, sort of lusty no. disappointment, like ah, oh, if only you tried so hard and no one can take that away from you. And you know we're looking forward to seeing you try again. Let's get to twenty subscribers now. Heck, All right, I just updated the goal there. Goal starting 1020. Wow, that's big. All right, thank you, everybody. So, yes, on the road now. If, oops, sorry. That's okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't know if my crappy um, recap is worth inspiration, but if it is, I have it. Yes, so you do. can take it. Okay, that's good enough, <laughs> as we like to say, as I like to say. More often than not, I'm a very busy lady. A lot of times, good enough is necessary. <laughs> so I get that. Does we, did currently... we did meet Sirik. We did meet Sirik. Yes. Eating his apple. Yes. Mm -hmm. For some reason, that's his trademark. I don't know. This is something about... I didn't want him to smoke cigarettes like I did with Lucian and Heaven's Fire, so Sirik it's has a, an apple. It's a time-honored tradition in cinema for the asshole to eat apples, like, smugly. Yes. <laughs> exactly! Yes. It's historic. We respect um, old tropes here. Within reason. We don't respect all of them. Yes. 
refrigerators do not exist in uh, the Forgotten Realms. Oh, we're no off fridging. of the pre-screen music, so I can skip. Yes, well, there are ice boxes. I think we've we've established sort of magical ice boxes. Uh, no, I was referring to the uh, the trope of fridging. Oh, um, I don't know what that is. You'll have to fill me in after. Yeah, I, I can I can uh, send you a video. Um, <laughs> oh dear! Did you get that thing I sent you? <laughs> I heard that. Oh dear! I heard you. <laughs> um, not down with the hip young I, lingo. <laughs> I was the old term. It, it's been around since like the 90s, I think. Bet. <laughs> Fridging came from Green Lantern comics. Well, it was inspired by some Green Lantern stuff. Gotcha. Uh, back in the day. So these five ladies stand before you. This yes. is not a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a language arts lesson. Um, I'm uh, so sorry. Sorry, we scared you. Um, hi. Um, uh, Hello. I, my name's Rain. Uh, what what are your names? Okay, I have a list here. <laughs> uh, I just gonna find them. So the woman at the head of the column, as it were, uh, speaks up and introduces herself as Priestess Elindra Silverheart. You see a beautiful woman with sort of auburn hair and these beautiful, this beautiful. I forget what the forehead necklace is called. There's a word for it. It's just the... Circlet. Circlet. Thank you. Yes. Forehead necklace. <laughs> so this beautiful circlet with inlaid pearls and sort of a gold chain. Beautiful long earrings, blue eyes, and the auburn hair. And she, again, introduces herself as Priestess Elindra Silverheart of the Temple of Sune. Specifically, the Temple of Sune in Chult. And these are my traveling siblings. Uh, there is, of course, Sister Anya, or Sister Anaya, of which you see a high elvish woman who kind of has a rather dismissive look, like in a feminine presenting individual. Rather dismissive look, also very lovely, sort of blue, um, sort of like a blue dress that kind of buttons in the front uh, at the chest so it kind of has that again there's a specific name for it like the the uniform sergeant pepper style in the front and it buttons and then it turns into a dress it's very beautiful and it's this very sleek silky teal very expensive looking fabric that has this beautiful inlaid floral arrangement around it of these sort of intertwining very organic designs of vines and flowers that wrap themselves all the way around her form-fitting attire. And she simply just looks up with their eyes and they just kind of, she, they, by the way, and they just kind of look over at you and kind of give you that same dismissive look as portrayed in the photo. Next, she introduces, uh, and of course, uh, sibling Zaris. And you can see, again, another feminine presenting individual Perhaps a half-elf, a little bit shorter ears, but they have, again, this beautiful interwoven green dress. It kind of has an emerald in the front at the cross stitch uh, on the and the anterior portion of the design. And there are these green shoulders, and it kind of gets very flowy. And there's lots of parts in it where you can see skin, and it's very beautiful. And they have flowers all in their hair, these beautiful uh, hibiscus and orchids that just 
all the way down through their hair and on their left shoulder as well as almost part of the dress. And they do almost like a little a bow that comes into like a very traditional um, sort of bow. And they seem to be sizing you all up and looking at you skeptically in a way. Also getting a little bit of an echo. I'm not sure who from, but just a teeny tiny bit. And also at the front of the column again, Priestess Alindra gestures over to Sister Gwyneth. And you can see a military woman with sort of long brunette curly hair and who appears to have this um, basically half plate essentially on in the front. And she looks at all of you and she says, Oh, excuse me. And she just does a little magic with her fingers and this purple shimmering magic kind of transforms the the plate into what appears to be this very beautiful, elegant looking um, sort of black and gold trimmed, very centaurum colors dress that has sort of a part, a V part in the middle. And she does a little, a little hip pose, puts a hand on her hip and just kind of pops out her hip a little bit and then kind of waves that hand again and it turns back into into plate sort of a a presentation uh for all of you and as she does this last to introduce themselves is sister selena and this is all from a tarot card by the way words are hard and sister selena and they just go over to uh another uh human um and she has slightly darker skin than the priestess and uh, sort of platinum blonde hair and this sort of red and gold trim that sort of comes up the arm and forms these phoenix flames as well. Uh, Sort of like a um, light beige or copper skin tone. Every one of these feminine presenting individuals is exceedingly captivating in their own way. And they all kind of do almost like a, a Supergirl pose as they meet you. And each one of them has their own pose or flourish. And the priestess says, we are wandering clerics of Sune. And we have found Tilverton in our journeys. And what, what did you find in Tilverton? The priestess says, well, part of our tenant is not to share and divulge the information of potential clients, whether or not they exist, because they may or may not. Make a persuasion check. Also, I freed up a bunch of room on my PC and things are running much more smoothly, and I'm very happy about that. Uh, I freed up about 30 gigs. Great. I rolled a 15 total. She kind of looks at you and kind of just does a little toss with uh, her hair and kind of twirls her hair a little bit before kind of looking you up and down and says, And before we divulge too much about our operation, do you mind telling us a bit about yourselves? It's very impressive to just see a group of individuals appear. I assume it's some kind of teleportation magic. Yeah, we were we were owed a favor. 
Um, Indeed. Most of the most of the time, we're on our own two feet, or she d- does a quick like count of everyone's feet. Twelve feet. Um, she uh, she gestures to the party if they want to introduce themselves, uh, just to avoid giving anyone's real name out if they don't want it. Just thought of a joke. Cover your feet, ladies. No free feet. <laughs> Tara kind Would you of, like to introduce yourselves? She, Tara kind of leans over and, and quietly says, do we really have time for this? Gaining trust and having meaningful conversations can make things run smoothly. Well, far be it from us to keep you from any business that you might have in the old abandoned ruins. If you're in a bit of a rush, we'll be on our way. Apologies once again for startling you all. And Thamus stands, like, full height. No apologies necessary. I... Well, we will be off. But I do hope we see you again sometime. Likewise, if you're looking for me in particular, our mission is going to take us from Waterdeep to Baldur's Gate and further south to the borders of Arm before we return back to Baldur's Gate and charter a ship back to Cholt. You can Um, find me there in the Temple of Sune, and we will be debriefing there for some time. DM. Yes. Walder. Walder. Hold on. Waterdeep to Baldur's Gate to, what was the third location you mentioned? To the borders of Am, which would be, uh, it's sort of like a a southern heartland. A-M-N. Yes. Am. Yes. Then back to Baldur's Gate, and then chartering uh, chartering a ship back to Chult. Um, is the kingdom just south of Baldur's Gate? Yes, to which you have several mercenary contingents in your army. The Centaurum is officially allied with Chult, with, yeah, not, not, not Chult, with Arm, uh, via their free companies of Arm. Sort of a, the United Free Companies of Arm, which have chosen to throw their lot in with the Centaurum in exchange for the promise of conquest at Baldur's Gate. Eventual. The eventual conquest of Baldur's Gate, to which they are very eager to be a part of, considering the two nations have a long and storied history of conflict, warfare, and deep-seated hatred that runs deep by several human generations. Okay. Um... So, oh. so specifically not um, but the borders, which is the heartland, which you might find individuals from Am in one of their trading posts or the border fortresses. You also, which is likely, but you also might find uh, smaller villages and townships in the southern heartland as well. Cool. Um... Of the Sword Coast. Heartlands of the villages and towns of the Sword Coast. Usually likely under the protection of the Lord's Alliance. All right. Well, I I hope that we find ourselves in that neck of the woods when you're there. I 
I feel like everyone could use a bit more beauty and love in their life. Indeed, such are the teachings of Sune. You all look like a very serious lot. We have our moments, but there's nothing wrong with a bit of levity or brightness amidst all the darkness. For now, I don't want to keep you from your goals either, so... They kind of move a little closer and then kind of proceed to kind of cautiously sidestep around you. And... The high elvish woman, uh, a feminine presenting individual, kind of as they go by Themis, they give Themis a bit of a look, kind of makes eye contact, and a little bit of this very intense, devious smile as they kind of continue onwards. And Can I insight check that? Yes. Uh, Can the, I? Yes, and then the Minotaur also kind of does the same thing, and gives the Minotaur gives you a bit of a wink, though, more of a confident and casual wink. I rolled a four. Uh, I got a total of probably about that actually. Yeah, oh, I got a total yeah. of four two. Uh, I mean, it's it's very flustering. Regardless of your uh, primary preferences, these are these are feminine presenting individuals who are designed uh, in by design of their mission. Right, the whole mission of Sune is to spread love and. They are, again, by design, the, meant to phrase it that way, by design, the design of Sune intended to make people feel confident. And there's a lot going on here with clerics of Sune. And by spreading joy, part of what they do is, is, is kind of this very casual, sometimes more intense flirting and making people feel confident, even if people are not donating to the church, even if it's passers-by, it's sort of kind of the sacred tenets of Sune. You know them as those who spread love and affection, and there is definitely same thing walking by uh, all of y'all. They're kind of sizing you up, and there's some a uh, little bit of that sort of flirtatious energy as they pass, making all of you feel semi-con- uh, at least a little bit confident as they pass, and they all kind of give you a once-over and smile and wink and uh, the individual Zaris, Cleric Zaris, kind of walks by Dahlia, kind of does the same thing, and just puts just a little on your shoulder, just a delicate fingertip on your shoulder as they kind of brush by. And same thing with... I smile. <laughs> I uh, put my hand on my coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, same thing with the... Again, we don't talk about the fifth sister. <laughs> I just forgot the names. I gotta bring up my list of NPCs again. Sister, good. Same is just kind of. You can see her eyes lighten a little. Yeah. But she's not going to give in and fully smile at them. <laughs> but acknowledge. Rin but acknowledge. lets herself Selena. get taken in and oh, is yeah, grinning yeah. from ear to ear. Um. Uh, she reciprocates and just kind of, the priestess. These, again, these were characters I just had to kind of throw in. Priestess Elindra, so I don't remember all the names off the top of my head. I was working on the runes no, more I... than I was them. Priestess Elindra just to kind of does fair, the same thing and reciprocates. To be fair, weren't these the result of a card pull anyway? Yes! Yes, they were. <clears throat> um, yeah, I feel like as they're like walking away and the group moves on, Rin doesn't for a minute and just, just watches them walk away. <laughs> 
Anne either has to be pulled along or will realize she's been left behind after a minute or two. Um, as as you as you do. Who which which one which one are you trying to make eye contact with? Which one captivates you the most? Um that's a good question. I guess probably the high priestess, just because that was the one she was talking to. As as you kind of linger on the road and they all kind of pass by you. The High Priestess starts walking back to you. Rin, uh, Rin waits for her to get to her and just just stands there, smiling broadly. Um, she uh, holds out her hand as if to give you something. Rin will reach out with her hands. She places in your hand what appears to be sort of a a small pendant, a sort of a silver pendant of a blaring sun. And in the center, there is a very small ruby. Very, very small in the center of a more silver cast heart as the center of the heart. And she kind of hands this very small token to you and folds her hands over yours. And it turns your hand over and does a little curtsy and gives you a kiss on the back of your hand and says, the blessing of Sune. Find me in the temple of Chult, in the temple of Sune in Chult, in the future, whenever you are done with these proceedings. Is there that I will wait for you? I can't wait. Blessings um, of Sune upon you all. And is it is it okay to say and to you? Of course. Whatever brings then your heart blessings, satisfaction or desire. Blessings or, of Sune upon you as well. Whatever gives your heart satisfaction or feelings of gratification. If Rin whatever were not your a heart desires. If Rin were not a changeling, she would be blushing furiously right now. Yes. Um, At this cool. point, they all continue to move on and carry on down the road. By one, they disappear from sight. Would it be accurate to call that an amulet of Sune in my inventory? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So. The road to Tilverton lies before you. And I will... Read the block text once more to give you a better idea of what's happening. Please and thank you. We came, we came to this at the end of the last session. I uh, do not remember much of what you said. I'm sorry. The ruins of an ancient crumbling fortress lie before you. The now hollowed towers and crumbling architecture lend credence to the former splendor of a marvelous city of Gond. Dust blows into your nose from the road ahead as a stale gust of wind descends from the northeast. As you approach the eerily silent gates, you can't help but shake the feeling that you are being watched, if not at least by the invisible specter of memory that haunts the massive shell of the fortified city before you. This, your future forward operating stronghold for the Zentelar. At least the walls themselves are sturdy and still stand tall and stoic 
after so many decades of neglect. Now you say that the the walls have are are damaged and, and collapsing. Is the is this a gate in front of us here, or has that completely fallen in? So there are there's a little bit of a cliffside here at the road. So about a mile back, about a mile back, you enter into a bit of a ravine on the main road. The walls of the ravine uh, are only about 11 or 12 feet high in places. But the walls of the ravine kind of funnel you into the front gates. There is, this is perhaps the highest point of the ravine, about 15 feet, 15 to 16 feet off of the ground, to which it descends into uh, a sort of a small body of water with runoff from the mountain. You can see very small, uh, almost dried brook that comes down from the mountains to your northwest. Again, if you look to your northwest, you'll see mountains. And again, a very, this long kind of that winds through isolated pockets of forest, this brook that very gently flows into this small, uh, very small reservoir on the other side. You can hear the very slowly trickling water. It empties into a decent size, maybe about 50 or 60 feet in diameter uh, or in circumference. A small on tributary. You can scale the sides of the ravine on either side, uh, but it would be from the highest point here, about 16, 15 to 16 feet or so, up the side of the ravine. Uh, there is a very thin piece of decaying wood. Uh, it seems as if it was a support beam for a rather tall building. Uh, that is kind of leaning to the side here. Uh, lots of wood and debris as you approach the walls, which are about 30 feet high. It seems to be a primary gatehouse, using the natural ravine as sort of a watchtower and countermeasure. The gates themselves seem to be relatively decayed and are partially ajar, though closed. With the right tools, you might be able to wedge open the front gate with several people. an awful lot of trouble if there's, you know, opportunities ahead. Um, Simeon is going to want to try and, and uh, test how strong this uh, this plank is here, or this, this beam. Okay. I would say, are you proficient in woodworker's tools? I am not. So go ahead and make me an intelligence check. Add your uh, intelligence modifier. No proficiency bonus. No proficiency bonus. Yep. That would be, uh, is anyone proficient in woodworking? No. Ah, okay, 17. 17, I'd say, is good enough. It's sturdy enough for perhaps at least one of you to, one of the lighter of you to clamber up. But as you're going to put pressure on it, it begins to break ever so slightly. It's con very conveniently placed, and as you push on it, it would be risky for more than a couple of people, impossible for a couple of people at a time. Beyond that, testing its limits beyond a couple of people would kind of be getting into more of a master craft with woodworking because it's refined wood. It's not a fallen log or anything. Right. Okay. Um, well, he'll, he'll definitely gesture over to Allura uh, and suggest that... Uh, Maybe just for the uh, the element of, of uh, not necessarily surprise, but the element of, of 
a, a wise plan. We should have someone up he up here. Um, your uh, your previous skill with the crossbow might come in handy up there. I don't have a crossbow. <laughs> I have three daggers. I thought you had a crossbow at the at the you fort. You had a but... crossbow. I think I stole the crossbow, maybe. Oh, yeah, probably if you stole one, one, you have one. Uh, well, every, on my character sheet. <laughs> everyone was given heavy crossbows, but if you, we can recall if you picked up, so any, all of you would have had the opportunity to requisition at least one, at least one standard weapon from the Zentarums. If you don't have a crossbow and you want one, feel free to give, you know, to give yourself a simple weapon that you otherwise wouldn't have. That's part of the, part of arming yourself for a mission would be to go in and, and grab at least one simple weapon that you have. So if you want to say you have a, a crossbow, you, you can. And plus you were, yeah, you worked with them before when you heisted the white dragon mask, so you are proficient in them. Fantastic. May I find one on my character sheet then? <laughs> yes. Surprise. Famous and... F famous and... Hell. Clem. Sorry, I forgot your name for a second, IRL. Um, would the two of you, perhaps with Simeon's help... Uh, well, does Simeon... Is Simeon strong, or is he just straight dex? No, he's he's more dex. Okay. Uh, Famous and Clem, would you two perhaps like to try to... Uh, you said there was a gate that could possibly be pried open? Yeah, it looks it looks from here, it looks like it's partially ajar. Uh, this is just your assessment from here. You'd have to get a lot closer to really see what's going on with the gate. Okay. Yeah, we're a good um, 70 feet from the gate as it stands. I could, I could cast Enhance Ability on up to two people. The map distance is so, accurate. So maybe Famous and um, Terra and... Clem, try to pry things open if we can. Because I know Clem can rage, and then I could cast Enhance Ability on, on you two. See? I'm looking at your, your pictures like you can like tell I'm looking... Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> totally fine. Completely... No, strength plus if, it do, if brute strength doesn't work, a hammer can destroy it. Not I necessarily like willingly, but... <clears throat> All right. And I got a big um, hammer. Is there, anything hammer. That, is there anything we can do, uh, Alora, to help you get up there? Without... I, I, mean, I, I don't know if there's anything we can do, but if there is... Just a plank, right? Just have to climb up? And Am I looking up to get up uh, this thing? Timmy's uh, going to try to, you know... Sneak through the the undergrowth undergrowth okay. here. Okay. Around. All right. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. That I am persistent in. At disadvantage. Disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Allura, go ahead and uh, as you make your way over to the log, go ahead and make me an acrobatics check. What I eat. Ooh! Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you just go into the bushes and just disappear. You kind of you kind of perfectly meld in like at the exact angle at the ravine where it, you can only see the ravine, and just very quietly find this perfect little alcove in between the bushes, and the canyon. That's a twenty-three. Allura, don't forget to move your token as well. Okay, so yeah, you head over down to this very large beam and kind of very elegantly scamper up it with your 
elvish dexterity and make your way up to the top and just huh, breathe a little sigh of relief and dust off your leathers very effortlessly. By the way, I just want to say that from this point out, it's all like... So, have fun! <laughs> Hands <laughs> off! Alright, so... If that... Uh, if we're doing what... The... The brute strength plan Words. in addition <laughs> to the sneaky sneak. Um... I will... So, Rin will uh, pluck a hair from both Famous and uh, Terra. And Ow. then, hold on, I gotta go silent for a second. So, she'll, like, rub them between her palms and then put her hands on each of you. And, good God, no, put those back. <laughs> 13d20? Why? Sorry, I got distracted. Um, yeah, she tears... A hair from each of you rubs them between her palms and then puts a ha her hands on your shoulders and casts uh enhance ability giving you both advantage on strength based uh checks okay while i'm up here and who, just, who is uh, who is that for you. who is that enhanced ability going on Terra and themis and then clem can rage if he wants to for additional strengths okay Terra, themis and clem all right and allura go ahead oh, what were you saying allura a rope. You can tie it up and throw it down if you'd like. For for Are you, because you're very dexterous as, as uh, and your elvish dexterity, you just put it very effortlessly, very legolas of you. Just pop, 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 pop. or what's um, what's the, what's the woman who is so much cooler in the Hobbit, the elvish woman? Glad uh, Galadriel. No, the other one from from the Hobbit movie series. Oh no, I I've been watching the new one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me too! Me too! Oh, the new one is so good, by the way. Uh, I can't remember. The the woman, the Tar wood elf. Tariel is the elven, is, is the wood elf in the... Tariel, yes. Very Tariel of you. I can have that up there. And boop, boop, boop. Hydrate or die straight. Thank you, Velvet. Very much. Anyway, uh, so yeah, um, Allura recommends uh, that she can possibly also just tie a rope off and throw it down. So that could be a second option. I suppose better question then. Do we want to? Do we want to do, you know, try to break through, or do we just want to climb? Well, the big reason that that Simeon was sneaking around is he wanted to make sure that he, there was no one else around here. Um, right. You know, be the, the the time we spent talking with the priestesses was enough to sort of make anyone aware that we were around but maybe and famous does I don't know. not do stealth therefore is perfectly fine being the distraction for everybody else to stealth okay um i'm fine with the whole let's open let's force the gate open and see what happens and we'll scout around while you're making tons of noise i mean that works okay uh, then I will stick with the three strong ones uh, for moral support mostly, which is what my class is about. Um, but yeah, no, I will I will stick around with the strong ones and let Simeon and Eluder do their uh, sneaky sneaks. Okay. Well, should we go try to get this gate open? Do the thing. Yeah, it's tear open a fucking door. 
as we get closer, can I kind of examine the uh, mechanism and see if there's like a way to focus efforts that would be more better used, like a weakness in it or something? Sure, when you get a little closer. Yeah, I'd say you'd have to be within 10 feet to be able to really kind of get eyes on the door and see what's happening. Okay. As we're walking up, I will... Um... So, Alora, are you just I'll... kind of hanging out there and or are you moving around? What you doing? Uh, I was waiting for them to do their thing, but... yeah. Gotcha, I, uh, gotcha. Fig- okay. Figured we'll start stealthing our way through uh, around the outside and all that good stuff. Okay, something. yeah. So this is about another... Uh, 15 feet up at its highest point here. So I'd say actually probably more like another 10 feet. So, um, And then the walls themselves at the highest point are probably closer to 40 feet in the towers here and about 30 feet probably at the ground level of the ramparts here. So Alora, make a stealth check at disadvantage for me. And I would like to do a perception check just to look around and see if there's any friendly faces. Disadvantage. Same. Same. Disadvantage. I um, I'm also making a perception check as we're walking up just to keep an eye. Uh, since you said it felt like we were being watched. All right. Perception and stealth at disadvantage. I got a nine okay. for perception. Okay. For stealth at disadvantage, I got a 14. Okay. All right. Perception at disadvantage, I got a 16. Okay. 16? Five? Uh, I got a 10. I rolled two eights for some reason, uh, but I got a 10 total. Okay. With disadvantage, I also got a 7. Okay. All right. Themis. 16. You you hear in that breeze that was blowing down from the mountain, just kind of like the dull flapping of cloth in several places, but you don't see a flag. Hmm. That is odd. Sorry, what's up? Lama's going to start moving forward towards the gate because he didn't see anything. Themis, make a history check at advantage. History at advantage. Uh, either way, that's a 10. 10, okay. Yeah, just that kind of like flapping of cloth material. Sounds like, a fl- sounds like a flag blown in the wind, but there's no flag. Yeah, that's with a ten. That's 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 your first thought. Just something flapping, like you know, if you were to take something flag or flag-like and have it flap in the wind. Yep. Okay, all um, right. I, I will share that quietly to those who are near me. But gotcha. All right, sharing that. All right. Uh, if no one's following Clem, he's gonna try and show off and see if he can open this by himself. Um, hell, I lost something to say. Okay. So, Lura, you're hanging out right over there? Okay. All right, so go ahead and make a... 
What is your total strength score? Clem. Me? Yes. No, Clem, sorry. Uh, 16. 16. Okay. Make an athletics check for me. By yourself. Uh, I'll use the Tides of Chaos so that I can get advantage. Okay. All right. <laughs> he really wants to. Okay. As your Harangan muscles get real ah, and you kind of do that sort of anime bulk up thing where your muscles tush, enlarge. And my fur flares up and I got a 25 on athletics. 25. Damn, son. It starts. Nice. Yeah. It's from uh, the ability boost. So I can only can cast Enhance Ability on two people. I cast it on Terra and Themis. Ah, okay. Sorry, uh, I figured since Clem was a barbarian, he could rage for advantage as well. Um, the gate starts to budge, but you would need a strength a combined strength uh, score of higher than that. Essentially, the way yeah. that the way that I the way that I do situations like this with strength scores is I'll take your strength score and compare it to. Usually the strongest person, double the strength score, and see roughly how much it might take to do that. So but with your athletics, you're just shy. It begins to budge a little bit, but you would definitely need a couple more people uh, helping you with that to budge it. But you're really, it's, it's gonna slowly pulling. It's very impressive. This is a massive gate and you're really straining. Um, while they're doing Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say Themis will give give Clem a a congratula congratulatory uh, pat on the back because she she is actually impressed that you managed to get it to move at all solo, and then Hell get yeah. in position to and then get into position to help. Um, while they are doing that. Uh, Rin will take out her, her, uh, instrument and just sort of strum a little bit. Something, something heroic and fast-paced and, like, uplifting. Okay. yeah, yeah. And I would like to give Bardic Inspiration to Clem to assist with this. Okay, Clem, well, what's your Bardic Inspiration die right now, Avalon? Uh, that's what I'm trying to double-check. Give me a sec. Okay. I think it's a D8. All right, in the meantime, it's, uh, Terra and Themis are also putting hands on the, on the gate? Yes. Okay, yeah. all right. So... Both of you, what are your strength scores? 17. Yep. Okay. 13. Uh, easy. As you all do, and... <laughs> your bard is playing very loudly. Who has... What is everyone's... Does anyone have a passive perception of 17 or higher? I do. I know. Allura, you do? What do you have? Of, uh, perception of 20. Okay, so... I mean, I'm not holding a rager on their front doorstep. It's just like... Right. Well, so here's I'm just what... trying to... En... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, no, I'm I not, get you. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to invigorate them, Elizabeth. I'm not oh, like... no, no, of course. Trying to scare the birds. <laughs> of course. No, no, I, I get it. But um, as you're all pulling at the front door, um, you, the three of you kind of... As it's beginning to budge, you see kind of before you, as you're opening, the image of what appears to be a tiefling 
standing there with a rapier in his hand, kind of tossing it up and kind of swinging it around. It just kind of puts it right under your chin without touching you, uh, Clem. And Allura, you look up, and when you when you do a reassessment, you can see these very, very clever, very well-made stone-colored, stone, wood, and foliage-covered cloaks. And as you take a second look, Dahlia, there are about 12 individuals on the ramparts now who all have bows trained on the four of you that are down below. And some on you, Allura, because your stealth at disadvantage was not great. Oof. Fantastic. Clem is going to see and kind of feel this, and he's you don't just feel anything to... specifically. Oh, just like the 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 threat underneath my chin. Okay, <laughs> it's yeah, tickling yeah. my yeah. my fur hairs, tickling your senses. Uh, uh, it's gonna be like, wait, 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 wait! I gotta lift this gate before we start fighting. Just let me lift this, please. <laughs> <laughs> there is kind of like this awkward you can see that the folks up top kind of looking at each other briefly before training their eyes back down to you and you pull it open just a little bit more enough for you to squeeze through and there is kind of a pause as you kind of open up the gates and this tiefling before you kind of a blue masculine kind of non-binary more on the masculine side presenting tiefling just speaks but it's a little bit the words are kind of they kind of echo just a bit as they speak to the four of you out front and this tiefling just says well first if you would do me the pleasure of identifying yourselves several of my best hands are trained on your position and in an instant i could certainly kill all of you with a blink of an eye so if you would please just simply Identify yourselves, and we can skip any unpleasant false starts, so to speak. Can I ask a quick clarifying question, yes. DM? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, have we, as in the Zentarum, had any dealings or interactions with the rogues of Tilverton in the past? Okay. Is there a, an established history between the two factions? Well, I don't think it was asked, so make a history check. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was asked in character, so make a history check. It was not. I was gonna say, okay. Did we know? Did we know with the ahead mission, like that's a twelve? That we were gonna be establishing things here, or if that if they knew that we were gonna be coming. I Make guess. a history check. The DC is relatively low because it, it was it was brought up in passing, but y'all could have been distracted by maps. So for you, Ring got a twelve. Okay, so let me know what uh, what you get as well, Clem. Uh, I got a 15, but I rolled on... Let me let me just roll a die. Nah, that's fine. It's a 15. Okay, all right. So, Rin, you know that you remember the higher-ups at the mission briefing, at the war room meeting, telling you that your mission here was to gain the favor of the rogues of Tilverton, so that way the Centaurum did not have an insurrection or an insurgency on their hands the second that they deploy and refortify the city. Clem, you remember one very specific uh, anecdote from some of the some of the history books you have read over the years about 
Tilverton on the Moonsea and your time here in Faerun, one such books recalls the rogues of Tilverton and how after the fall of the first Antarum Empire led by Shul the Dark Hope and Zul Chembril, that the and Menshun as well, that the rogues of Tilverton within a decade ousted all remnants of the Centaurum, claiming control of the city for themselves and have been here. Now, second, sometimes, uh, in some cases, third generation of these rogues and scouts, uh, scouts who are probably by now very hardy. <laughs> very hardy, very skilled, and very well trained, for they've been here for a few decades, having maintaining control of Tilverton in their own way. So, yeah. But right now there's just arrows kind of up all very skillfully trained on all of you. Famous will step forward. <clears throat> Actually introduce yourself. Okay. And uh, do I want to burn that now is the real question. She'll just introduce herself and say that uh, basically say that we we come in peace. Okay. Starting with that, the tiefling says, Right, we hear that quite a bit. Come in peace from where? Debating how I want to answer that. <laughs> well, I'm in paladin armor, so I could get away with saying I'm on a mission from God and leave it at that. <laughs> do it. I think I will do that. Which god did we say that you serve again? That is your guiding light? I don't remember. God of the that. Dawn, right? Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Did Lath I write that down? Lathander? I think that was what... That sounds right. Lathander, yeah. Okay. We'll go I with mean, that. do we feel we need to lie with them? I'm not. I'm technically not lying. I mean, the... Uh, I'm the, not That's kind of my honest. question, too, though. Is, like... Do we should we lie? Well, the Centaur. Kinda... Yeah. Okay. I am not tech. Nothing I say is an outright lie. I'm being. I'm not being a hundred percent honest either. Mm. I'm Thank choosing you. Hydrate. not. I'm right, but the question to... is, should we be honest? I don't know yet, which is why I'm not, or which is why I'm not like spoiling the mission because. I don't know how gotcha. much to trust these people, so I'm going with. I'm going with. Tr I'm going with truth enough. What's the matter? Why, well, Vern, got your tongue? <laughs> don't all speak at once. The arrows kind of caught back a little bit. There is no. Haven't we seen enough war in our lifetime? Do we really need to start the violence? It depends on whether or not you want to properly identify yourself. I told you. I told you my name. I told you my name. And as I said, we come. We didn't come here to pick a fight. 
And did you identify that you serve? Uh, yeah, probably a few thirty feet away. Uh, let's see, which uh, it's a little muffled. You'd have to probably have to get a little closer. Um, hey, but you, you did say that you identified that you were a paladin of Lathanda. Okay. He follows up by saying, Lathanda has no authority in this city. Try again. Who does have authority in this city? The tiefling kind of looks in your direction and just... <laughs> we do. And who are we? Or you? You first. My name is Rin. I am but a simple bard. Hence the instrument. She uh, she kind of points to the instrument she's still holding. Very well. Are you here to entertain, Rin? You all look quite uniform for a group of wanderers. We all got our clothes at the same place. Called a band. A lot of, lot of posturing right now, but I don't think anyone's taken the initiative to further the conversation. <laughs> uh, really? We're actually here for your help. Now we're getting somewhere. Rin, you now speak for the group. Congratulations. Who are you and what are you Fantastic. here for? Fantastic. Well, she sort of looks around to see if uh, the group has any obvious objections to her just saying. Famous definitely gives you the go ahead. Go <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ahead look. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just going to gently and nervously scoot you forward. <laughs> Rin makes a mental fail. note for us to have a conversation about this in the future. Like, to figure out if we're lying and how we lie. Uh, <laughs> but that's a future problem. Yes. We are a division, I guess you could say, of the Zentarum. The Zentarum? Here? How bold of you. Well, as you can see, there's no army behind us. We're but it's well on its way, isn't agents. it? Is it? Question mark? Yes. <laughs> okay. Much so. We are, we are the vanguard. Yes. Yes, but about it's a not... about a ten day behind you. We do not want a bloodbath. The intent is just to stage here, if we could, to share the space, as it were. So, of course, we're to just surrender ourselves to you and give you full control of the city. Is that it? Not at all. Ideally, we'd meet, read. I need to fucking use words. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> use your words. I, ideally, we would come to some sort of mutually beneficial agreement. There's no reason this has to be all or nothing for anyone. Now we're getting somewhere. And what can all of you offer the rogues of Tilverton? You don't look that tough. Except for this one. And they kind of gesture over at Terra. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe your paladin. Well, 
Clem is going to be really sad. He thought he, he thought he was pretty cool. Well, you're fair, clearly you very large and muscular, and but the the pink fur is it's delightful. I must say, I, I do love the aesthetic at least. Style points for sure. It's not about being tough. It's about being scrappy. Indeed. I mean, surely as rogues, you understand the value of being the underdog. The value of being underestimated by opponents. And where is the sixth of your party? Six there were, but only five, I see. That's a really good question that I would like the answer to as well. But I'm sure he'll show up at, in his own time. Hmm. It would go a long way if we could have some honesty just to get started. We've shown our hands. Now you show yours. Wow, <laughs> don't know he just he swallows the cyanide pill. <laughs> my my passive perception is twelve. I have no fucking idea where Simeon is. Uh, yeah. I am telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Simeon will step out with with his uh, his hands sort of held wide, um, not near his not near his weapons. Okay. I'm going to wave at the people in these windows and slowly make my way over to the conversation as well. Now we're getting somewhere. And he just kind of raises a hand and the bows lower slightly. And he can seek to end the human law. Beneficial for all of us. And Ideally with zero bloodshed, like I said. If you help us, if you help the Zentarum, we could, I, I could see about on speaking on your behalf to perhaps give you a share of Hillsfar. All of the coin of the Moon Sea passes through Hillsfar eventually. There is a really long pause, almost uncomfortable as this tiefling kind of looks around at all of you. And then... They vanish in a cloud of silvery smoke. And then you hear from about 45 feet behind you, or not behind you, from the inside of the interior, so in front of you, uh, for about 45 feet behind all of the individuals posted on the ramparts. Open the gates! To which you hear a creaking. I was going to ask, the gates did we begin to open. And they, they kind of drag a little bit. Uh, and they open just enough a little bit wider for you to proceed through. About it's, There's about a six-foot gap now for you all to pass comfortably through the main gates. Fantastic. All right. Uh, Rin will start going in. She'll, she'll lead the party in uh, since they seem to be amenable to her so far. Stepping out from behind this very large tree stump that stands about 10 feet tall, an old redwood. You see the tiefling now in a more corporeal form, as the image you saw before was a little, almost like semi-translucent. It was strange. Uh, it seemed to have this sort of wispy aura of smoke, and the face was a little bit, just a little bit unclear. And now, stepping out in front of you again is a somewhat older tiefling. 
with tattoos on their neck and hands. Horns facing forward, sort of a bluish purple, long silvery blue hair, very prominent cheekbones. And they kind of gaze at you in that pose. And you can see I really now. like their design. They look yes. rad. Some of the rogues on the ramparts change, change positions over here. They kind of look down upon you from the ramparts. Tara is going to stand next to Ren, but a little bit behind Ren, um, and just kind of stand there with her arms crossed and kind of just looking around menacingly like, you don't want to mess with her or you're going to mess with me. All right, make an intimidation check. Let's see. Can I subtly uh, alter my height just a little bit so I'm like a little bit shorter to make her look bigger and give her advantage on the check? Make a slight hand check to do the magic without being noticed. Uh, not magic, with her changeling ability. Oh, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Sure. Oh, yeah, she'll you. just make herself a few inches shorter just to just to make uh, Tara seem more menacing. Okay. Do I get advantage? Sure. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, 16 instead of the three. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, they kind of look at it and say, like I said, except for maybe your Ganassi. Ibis is gonna basically stay in the stay in the back and just kind of tap, just kind of act visibly act as guardian, as it were. Well, amazing! We have so much muscle in this party. I love it seems as if you've come at an opportune time because there is work that needs doing is that right what work is that well i have to bring you to the boss please thought you were the boss my name is defiance i am the right hand of boss Ginny. Hi, I'm Brat. I have to take you to my, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> the guy take a wave inspiration. <laughs> it, it's it's called conspiration, and you can yes. force me to re-roll something uh, if, I, if I do well on it. Um, no, no, that's okay. Um, I don't currently have the inspiration, so... Eh. You have negative inspiration. He gestures over, Jared, Kylie, with me. And some of the rogues make their way down from the ramparts. There's a little bit of a gap here, like a few feet that they have to jump down, expertly doing so. Same thing here. Just kind of sizing you all up and seeing that none of you are like reaching for weapons or doing anything shady. Uh, all of you successfully got through without having to make a persuasion check, so give yourselves a pat on the back for that. Good start. <laughs> good start to good D&D, everybody. Sometimes sometimes DMs like to just say, make a persuasion check, but if it's... I don't like to do rolls if they're not warranted, so I'll say, well done, everybody. Well done with the roleplay. So, Defiance looks at all of you and says, Silverton is an old city. And everyone here is under our protection, so just watch your step 
and watch yourselves. And watch your coin purses. If you lose anything, Understood. it's your own fault. Um, Can I actually take a moment and just put my coin purse in my bag? Yeah, totally. So it's not even Absolutely. exposed. Absolutely. Yep. I'll just I will, shuffle up. I will do that, please. Secure your stuff. Um, the... Uh... The necklace that I got from the, the priestess of Sune. Mm -hmm. um, it's more of just a, just a pendant without a necklace. It's just like a coin type of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that'll go in the coin purse as well then. Okay. Um, All right. Excellent. Until she can find a way to fix it to something. Um, yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, he begins to walk and turns just over his shoulder to the left. Uh, Defiance is he, they, by the way, either any pronouns are acceptable for that, and just begins kind of walking and making sure that you're all following behind them as they make their way into the interior of the city. Would anyone like to do or investigate or check out anything else on this particular map over by the gates before we proceed? Uh, they are just walking. Can I actually um, just sort of observe Defiance? to see what he's carrying, like what kinds of weapons, does he seem to have a spellcasting focus of any kind, just to get a feel for what he can do. Yeah, with your passive, um, he's got a uh, what appears to be a quarterstaff on his back that has sort of like a gnarled head and sort of a bit of a, um, almost like a citrine gem in the center of it, the center of the head of the staff. And then also uh, a cloaks, but I would say make Make an insight or arcana, your choice. Your choice. It's gonna be an arcana check. Okay, all right. That will change up the descriptors that you receive based on the success of your check. So a total of 21. 21, okay, 21. The runes on the stave and then on the staff itself, as well as, as this sort of bluish cloak that they have uh, on their back as it kind of blows in that sort of subtle wind that was coming down from the mountains. You can also see sort of spellcasting components and sort of what appears to be uh, sort of a spellcasting focus uh, in the shape of uh, sort of a star with a circle around it, almost looking like a cog. And you can tell with your roll of over 20 that the runes and the spellcasting focus most definitely reveal this person to be a wizard of some kind. And with this, it seems to be that he has, a lot of the runes are very primal, very intense, and seems to be of the school of evocation. So someone that you do not want to fuck with. Good seems, enough. yes. As to how experienced they might be, that would be the insight. But with Arcana, you get that. Good to know. Thank and at you. this point, yeah. Anybody else? Uh, just watching. Oh, uh, Allura just watching. I'm I'm just watching to make sure everyone around us is is up and up. And although uh, the the leader's right hand is friendly, I want to make sure that there's no sideline guys giving us. Uh, okay, so so you're taking point on passive perception for the group, looking around. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Fathagan. Uh, I was going to make uh, uh, just a in general insight check on, on the group as a whole, get that tactical assessment. Sure, insight check. So insight, and then I'm going to use my one of my superiority die here. Awesome. 
and I crit, so here's another. Nice. Uh, Yay. Eight? Is that how that works? Add another three. 25 total. Nat wow. 20 for a total of 25. Okay. They seem to be... And again, because on stream, I can't really pull people into secrets, but... Actually, or I can. I don't know how that's going to work. Let me... I mean, we could... Just you could deafen is. us for yeah. a moment. That's, that's a good idea, actually. That's a really good idea. Thank you. I'm going to deafen y'all. So, stand by. Deafen uh, everybody else. That is a great idea. And server deafen. Okay. I think it's just you and me. All right. So, so, the group here appears... Okay, so the, the biggest takeaway... And you immediately pick up on this. There is an air of desperation here. And they are very clearly... Very clearly still playing the part. The, the level of professionalism for folks who are this desperate for help is very impressive. But they... Everyone here seems... If not tired, on the brink of exhaustion. If they're not already there already. Everyone seems stressed and on edge. And he was a little bit eager to take you down to the leader, like, uh, after sussing out who you were. And I was like, oh, you're here to help. Mm. Menacing. Okay, let's go, to, let's go to the leader now. So, you know, it was kind of following through, going through the motions. But there is definitely this jumping the gun a little bit. And it says a lot that they didn't dismiss you, but... With a natural 28 also, there is definitely some an air of desperation here. They would much rather have your help than not. And I will I will go back to everyone else now. Alright. And we are back. Yes. Cool, great idea with a deafen, by the way. Thank you. Alright, so yeah, Thagan just got a bunch of secrets. Anybody else as you're kind of moving into the city? Uh, Clem looks like he wants to approach Simeon a couple of times, but seeing that Simeon looks very focused, he will sigh away from it. Okay. But that's all he does. Okay, kind of just do that awkward thing where you kind of walk over and like, no, oh, you're busy, and walk back no, and kind of, yeah. <laughs> I, do that all, I do it all the time at the office. Like, you know, I walk into a room and I just, yeah. you know, and then look at my watch that I don't have and look at my phone and just gonna and walk out. <laughs> so, yeah. And he, he's definitely the kind that will do what I do, which is look at my feet for a little bit and yeah. then just kind of walk away for a while. <laughs> gonna move y'all a little bit closer here and we'll go on. We might get a little laggy on the stream momentarily while we go to the Overland map. He's and the the additional fellow here with the fist, um, obviously this this is a, a third a third group since we have you know the NPC rogues, uh, our our friend Defiance here, and then uh, someone else. Uh, yes, they are for all intents and purposes rogues of Tilverton, but their names were Jared and Kylie, as they were introduced to the group. 
inadvertently. So you're kind of starting here and you're making your way through the ruins of the city. And now I have more block text. Aha. Aha. <laughs> Aha, the block text. Uh, all right. Dozens, perhaps hundreds of tents sprawl out upon rooftops. All the while, folk of every kind begin to appear, eyeing you suspiciously as you tread through the old abandoned city of Gond. A self-sustaining collective of disenfranchised poor individuals seems to have taken up residence in the ruins of the abandoned city, seemingly under the protection of the rogues of Tilverton. Despite the city being abandoned, you notice several of these folk hauling full buckets of water from the northwest. Simultaneously, while two pushcarts full of vegetables and grain approaching the city center from the north make their way into your field of view. Several other folk toil about under ground-level canopies at various simple trade craft. In the distant, albeit singular clanging of metal and steel can be heard from the east. Fathagan, you, for you specifically, that same sense is not here, interestingly enough, amongst what appear to be the common folk of Tilverton. It only seems to exist amongst the, the watch, the guard, the formal bastion of strength here. The citizens seem to be somewhat complacent compared to the what you witnessed with what you picked up on with the armed elements here though you do notice there are a few seemingly those who appear as beggars or who seem to be watching you back who seem to be keen to that same feeling is there anything anyone would like to do or interact with here or ask defiance about as you're making your way through the city and observing this this tent city on the rooftops and the dozens potentially hundreds of folks eyeing you very quietly uh, there is a woodworker kind of carving down somewhere and you can hear that distant clanging hammer that singular hammer on steel in the distance just a little bit of smoke in the air have you have you had any run-ins with uh with any forces in the time you guys have been here. Make a persuasion check. Eh, total of ten. Nothing that we can't handle. So the first one, hang on, I gotta switch over here and double check on my Nathis rune. Behu Aruz Verisas. To celebrate reaching our goal, I pull the tarot card. If I could have everybody here roll a d20, put your results in the roll 20, please, for our first tarot card. Pull from our successfully meeting our sub goals. Thank you, everybody. Hey. So, roll 20. yeah, everyone. What's that? Natural 20? Wow. Okay. Natural, natural 20. 20. You got natural 22? Yeah. Okay, both of you roll a d4. This is our okay. subscriber goal from earlier, so a little special one. And again, these are buffs debuffs, so not as complicated as the other ones. Got a one. A one for Allura? First tarot card. I got card. a two. And a two. Okay, Allura. Both of you feel a cold chill 
of the mountain and sort of a whispering feminine voice that fills your senses. Almost like a trick of nature on the wind. Almost like a song or a rhyme as it surrounds you and you gain the blessing of winter. The blessing of the Frost Maiden. On a one to two, upright, the, uh, both of you gain advantage, as it was upright, from the Nothis rune. Again, Stacey DeMarco, Viking Oracle Tarot. Nothis is the symbol of winter in Norse pagan runes. Nothis, symbol of winter and of the Frost Maiden. So both of you, advantage on the next survival check. So put that in your notes. That does not go away. Okay. And you can That's stack cool. those if you can put X1 or X2. So advantage on the next wisdom survival check. And... Oracle? I think it's under Oracle. Sorry. You specifically, given your earlier check, you hear a voice behind you. It just says, he's lying. Under under his breath, Simeon just sort of, you know, mutters back, aren't they all? Most of the time. But that's exactly how I like it. Keeps things interesting. Two lies in a truth for me. Do you turn and see? He'll sort of try and look surreptitiously back. Yeah. Nobody else sees this, by the way. But Sirik is walking right by your side. Do I see it's Loki apple again? Nearby. <laughs> no, he doesn't have an apple this time. No, I was going to see if there are any vendors. Oh, I apple vendor. Okay, yes. Um, I would say walking through. Roll a d20 for me. Let's see. The Loki card likes to keep popping up. It's because we're doing this entire campaign and the patron is Cyric. Makes sense. That's another four. That's two fours in a row. Another four. So usually for so for checking to see if on percentile rolls on percentile rolls, I always consistently go for the low. So I would say yes. I would say you get about a half, you're continuously walking and you see someone with sort of two two uh, open barrels of apples on like an elevated table uh, some of them look a little a little bruised but surprisingly which is an interesting thing in the city most of them look particularly shiny and delicious you're in the middle of an abandoned city in some kind of a trade or barter system and here are very fresh apples given a few that a few bruised ones um you you said barter does it look like they don't have or uh, I mean, Simeon will go and we'll we'll try and, and yeah. You, you you approach and uh, uh, this this gentleman here, kind of uh, pale skin, kind of older, wet, leathery skin, um, just uh, trade only. Outsider. Let's go back to the map. There we go. <laughs> Everybody can see the map now. There we go. I and also, think he's got anything on him he can trade with. Our Discord server. <laughs> and yes, the tarot cards are beautiful. Thank you, Isabets. And again, the link is a little bit further up. 
It's the Stacy DeMarco one. I think the two links may have gotten switched there. But it's uh, the Stacy DeMarco Viking Oracle Tarot. Remind myself to fix that. So, what do you present for trade at the Apple vendor? Uh, he had for trade. What's that? Uh, Simeon has nothing for, available oh, for trade. Okay. He just says, oh. disappointing. He kind of looks you up and down as some nice shiny weapons. Indeed. <laughs> but I need them. Mm. Fantastic apples as well. Recently harvested. Nice to see that uh, even amongst the ruins, fruit is, is, well, not plentiful, but at least... It's not hard to farm if you got the right people. Soil still fertile. Set up a collective. You sure you don't got anything to trade? I mean, I got a tender box. I'll do. Never know when that might come to come to help. Tinder box. I'll do nicely. Good night, Velvet. Thank you for hanging out with us. Good night, Velvet. Good night. Tinder box will do nicely. He'll he'll fish in his pouch and or in in his bag and and pull out the tinder box. All right. He begins. Uh, uh, takes a sort of a a small uh, burlap uh, sack and puts. Uh, six apples in there and uh, gets them all nice and neat and uh, kind of packages up to the ties and kind of hands you six fresh apples. Is that acceptable? Works for me. All right. Kind of takes a tinderbox. Beautiful. And I just begins sparking a little bit. Just, oh, <laughs> that'll do nicely. Enjoy. Pleasure doing business with you. And then he'll sort of, you know, scurry to catch up with the rest of the crew. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Half an hour from now that... Uh... He's still there and, and toss an apple. Yeah, you come back and he's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> but you have six delicious apples now. They're very... They're huge and they look great. Uh, not like ma yes. not like magical or anything, because there's a few bruises here and there, you know, a couple of dents, but not anything that you wouldn't get at a, you know, at a modern grocery store. So, at a supermarket. Pretty good apples. You look back and the vendor is gone. No, the vendor's still there. He's playing with a tinderbox. The vendor all along. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see like a few more people kind of gather around and they kind of look over and there's a few chuckles, but uh, they uh, see this. And the whole, the whole apple stand goes up in flames. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I mean, they're 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 looking at you like kind of like dumb outsiders. You kind of you know what I mean? As you keep going, that's what it was for. Um, but yeah. You carry on. Anybody else? Okay. I was just kind of keeping up with Rin, still trying to like look menacing. Hmm. Menacing. Famous is just kind of <laughs> keeping watch, keeping watch guard, making sure there's no threat, making sure there's no threats, making sure nobody does anything we're not supposed to at this point. Yeah, and what's your passive again, Famous? I know Laura's is higher and she offered to take a watch. 11. But... Mine's oh, yeah. crap. You're kind of like, mm. yes, kind of doing the, the intimidation factor type of thing. I would say, 
do me a favor, roll me a roll me an intimidation check, Namus, just to see how well you're carrying the group. Because th there was can... with with the apple vendor. Yeah, with the apple vendor, there was a little bit of outsiders. Traded a tinder yep. box for six apples. <laughs> that's a god damn it. That's a ten. A ten. Yeah, they. I rolled crap. You you look back at and they're kind of looking at at their group of you and they kind of laugh again at the apple vendor. <laughs> and there's like there's a few, um, a few people same thing on, on your way through, and there is a uh, a little dragonborn child. Uh, uh, with uh, their their mother kind of all kind of in, in sort of tattered robes and golden dragonborn child looks up and just at you, famous. I will I will chuckle at the little kid. I will chuckle at the little dragonborn. Parent kind of, kind of no, 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 no. Kind of backs them up a little bit. <laughs> all right. I will actually smile at that. <laughs> and she smiles. Hey. And keep walking. And keep walking. It takes you about. Tilverton is relatively small, considering. I would say, to get from the exterior walls, given the size of the blocks here, relatively small. It takes you about winding through some of the streets and around some of the debris. It takes you about twenty minutes to get to the center of the city. So, not too bad. About a 20-minute walk. And as you approach the center of the city, more of these tents in, in the middle, the town square is uh, completely devoid. Lots of rubble and dust and an old crumbled statue of Gond. And Defiance guides you into a very large old civic building which is very dimly lit. Again, it's earlier in the morning, right? Probably around 10 a.m. now or so. And it's getting starting to get a little bit warm, but not too warm as it's still spring. Uh, it's, you've got a nice temperature here. It's probably seasonably warm at uh, about 57 or so degrees Fahrenheit, which is incredibly seasonably warm for March. And heading into the fourth month of the year. But you make your way into this abandoned building in ruins and uh, what appears to be again an old two-floor civic building to which he leads you behind these two old dilapidated double doors and into what seems to be a, an old uh, large uh, room, potentially several offices, old tables and chairs covered in dust and cobwebs and brings you into one final room to the rear. And it's barely dimly lit here at all. And amidst the crumbling stone and woodwork, there is, again, one small office building, which uh, down a hallway up uh, a pretty wide hallway. It's, about a, it's a double hallway type of situation. You get to these, more, uh, these stone steps and... Uh, there is an old wooden door that's kind of half falling off on the far end, which he opens and uh, gestures for you all to proceed in. Proceed. will enter. Okay. Uh, yes. As she's as they've approached the building, she's stowed away her instrument and stuff. 
After you all filter your way in. Roll initiative. No, I'm just kidding. He makes his way in and uh, nods to the two rogues behind uh, behind them, to which they bow politely in deference and do a quick turn and take off back down the hallway, uh, walking stoically, not running or anything like that, just giving them a polite bow and nod and making their way out back into the city. Defiance kind of pushes his way through all of you and kind of takes a uh, an old table and kind of kind of pushes it off to the side uh, at an angle and there is a reinforced wooden hatch with sort of steel latches that is very well kept and he opens the hatch and looks at all of you and just It occurs to me I do not have a light spell of any kind. There's light coming from below. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yes, that, that's one good thing I... that is slightly less alarming. Hmm? Uh, Ren will start making her way down. Can I uh, get a look at the like underside of the trapdoor as we go down to see if there are like any locking mechanisms or anything Ooh, like that? Make that an investigation check as you kind of slowly sure. make your way. Yeah, Simeon was going to think about doing the same thing. Make sure there wasn't a latch on the outside. Okay. And Clem just wants to do a general insight. Okay, two people. That's fine. Uh, Avalon first. What'd you get? Uh, not great. Uh, total of nine. Nine. Okay, you see... Uh, you see... Ren kind of just give it a once-over. And just shrug and keep going, which will make the DC slightly higher, but go ahead and what did you get for a roll? Oh, assuming you got an eight. An eight, okay, yeah. So, no. Uh, both of you kind of you kind of see Ren kind of, eh, and you kind of do it a once-over and you don't really see anything that, that sticks out to you. You descend uh, Is there down. a ladder going down? Yes, there is a wooden ladder. All right, Nick, here you go. This one's for you. Actually, it's for everybody, but I know Nick was very excited. Uh, apologies for any lag as we switch maps here. All the way ragged, at the bottom. Ragged. I love it. Oh, these rogues are not here. Awesome, right? And this is uh, Tavern Tales. Uh, this was a free map from Tavern Tales on Reddit. So thank you, Tavern Tales, for providing us with some free maps. It is appreciated. You can go check out Tavern Tales on the Patreon. I have more block text. I love block text. Y'all are really making some really good headway here. This is great. I like this. The dark cavernous passage slowly opens to a relatively well-lit inner layer of reinforced wood and stone. Several well-kept pieces of furniture litter the surrounding area, atop which most of the denizens of this layer appear to be gambling or participating in card or tabletop games. A large hookah 
sits as the centerpiece of this stronghold, placed safely on a lowered level below the elevated risers upon which most of these denizens stand. As your eyes return to center, a sturdy, stately-looking dwarven woman with well-polished armor and bleached blonde, soft notes of facial hair meets your gaze with a stern look that could burn through the strongest of armor. Defiant steps aside and kind of gestures you all forward. I mean, you had in, right? And the woman behind the desk, uh, atop which there is what appears to be a, a bottle of some sort of alchemical concoction, a uh, plate with some bread and some cheeses, and a very jagged-looking dagger that kind of sits on the desk, as well as a, a lit candle. She kind of looks over to you and is like, looks back at Defiance and just, all right, who the fuck are you? Well, we are Stormwatch, a division of the Centaurum. Stormwatch? And like you watch the clouds? Pray for rain? That sort of thing? Something like that. Um, what we're here for is to help you if we can. Uh, exchange... Fuck, I forgot how I put it earlier. We would like to come to some sort of mutually beneficial agreement. So You're that here to help forces... us? Really? I would like to, yes. Carry our on. forces have... Our forces have need of Tilverton. Oh. We were sent ahead. You have need of us, do you? Ideally, yes. We would like your permission and, and your mm. assistance. There is also a very large on the wall behind her. Uh, you can see it's kind of up on a post. Uh, and you can see it's kind of like uh, posted up and kind of uh, posted with like a, a T-post. Is this very large bear skin that is draped with kind of the mouth open. And she kind of just folds her arms and just, mm, mm -hmm, mm hmm Kind of almost very condescendingly uh, speaking with y'all. Understood. <clears throat> Everyone in here is kind of staring at you. But, uh... Sure. Then you hear off to the right, you hear, Ha! <laughs> should have taken your eyes off the prize! I win again, boys! And there seems to be uh, a gnome who just kind of slams uh, their hand on the table. And you just hear, Oh, come on! And she just... <laughs> Despite herself, Rin does uh, give a, like, a half smile and uh, tries to hold in a chuckle at, at all of that. Um, she's in work mode, but she, like, she's, she can hear, and it's funny. Um, she's just trying not to laugh at it openly. <clears throat> Shorzy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Everyone needs yeah, something. Tug, um, <laughs> while Rin is busy uh, talking shop uh, with the, the, the dwarf contact, I would sort of look around uh, down here and see if I get the same vibe as I did up top. Mm. Uh, I would say make another insight check at advantage, please. 
21. Thank you, studio support. Yes. <laughs> 21. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're doing their best to take their mind off of things, but there is this level of stress that you encountered earlier. Very similar. What's your plan? Three Dragon Andy! Care to wager a hand? Sure. And he's gonna just plop on over. Melinda just says, What in the fuck? Do okay, first of all, I'm gonna need you to identify yourselves before you just start plopping down and playing games. My name is Rin. That's Themis. Allura. This guy's and like, oh, I lost my last hand! Uh, she's, of course, gesturing to everyone as she says their names. Uh, Simeon, Clem, and Tara. We're a sort of... Um, what was the word you used earlier, Simeon? Vanguard. Yes. We were sent ahead like the to sort of... We were sent ahead to establish a connection here, to find a way to make, um, to find a way to ally with you so that there's no unnecessary hostility. So I'm here to ask, what do you need? What do you want? And you can vouch for them, Defiance. Defiance just... I don't really know them, so I can't really vouch for them, but they seem to be on the up and up. According to them, they are on a mission of diplomacy here and wish to discuss terms. He kind of looks at, at Ren, probably should have led with something more along those lines, right? Not to do your job for you, but, you know, short and sweet sometimes. Understood. Right. Well, something I mentioned to him earlier is that uh, I would speak on your behalf to give you a stake in Hillsfar if you let the Zentarum forces use Tilverton as a staging area. I cannot make any promises. But the people running Hillsfar are cunts. And on that we agree. There's not a single there's not a single coin that goes through the moon sea that doesn't pass through Hillsfar on and you can see defiance kind of just straighten up a little bit <clears throat> looking a little awkward about what's happening go ahead just <laughs> you just carry on if you help us mm. i will speak to my leadership and when we take hillsfar and we will take hillsfar quite a long ways away you... though isn't it it'll be there before you know it you I haven't even gotten here coming. yet. Oh, would that be you? That's very clever. I like that <laughs> bit. You get style points at least. We're real big on style points in this group. Um, Apparently. You... Style makes for a hell of a story, doesn't it? Um... Go ahead for the uh, Leonine in the back. What are you saying, darling? You'd be surprised at how quickly things happen. Are you the strong and stoic type? 
uh by the way all this is us is happening clem uh the gnome here is like yeah you know how to do you know how to uh how to play three dragon ante right and please tell me you know how to play three dragon ante he will express understanding like yeah i've played a couple times i had some people show me here and there but maybe trying in a way to act aloof are you bluffing or are you if... serious has Clem uh, ever played before? It's both. <laughs> okay. And uh, as this guy walks away, the guy that lost all of his money, he kind of is pacing back and forth. And as he's like, he stops and he just shouts out, You tore me apart, Lisa! <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to oh do it. God. I've been looking forward to that. You are not sorry. Don't <laughs> lie to us. You did that on purpose. Uh, I absolutely did that on purpose. And you're right. But I'm not sorry. Clemwell kind of make the table creak as he leans over with like one hand and he'll like hold out a hand. Uh, I'm Clem. Nice to meet you. What's your name? <laughs> uh, you can just call me well, I guess the cat's out of the bag now. Liaza is fine. This is kind of happening simultaneously. All right, deal up, deal in. Running up the dragon cards, and she just kind of deals to everyone and does the flip. And one of the guys over here to your right is just like, hold on, I'm cutting. And she's like, be my guest. And he's going to cuts like 20 different ways and then kind of re-hands them out. And she just kind of, as this is happening, uh, as they're redealing the card, as he redeals the cards now, uh, we'll go back to Rin to carry on. Uh, Melinda's still listening and defiant to be like, be like, just when lean you've in. Seen this, when you've seen enough war, sometimes all you want is a peaceful resolution. Clear quartz, that is. And to build on her point, a peaceful resolution means neither side loses anybody. Mm. Surely that's surely that's a desired outcome. Surely. Indeed. And who are you to promise all these grand lofty things? I'm only promising to try. But that's a long-term goal anyway. Is there something I can do for you in the short term? And what's your rank in this news and tarum I keep hearing all about? That's a good fucking question. What is our rank? <laughs> well, you're all, you're all wolves to start, but you're members of the Stormwatch. So that, I think the Stormwatch organization speaks for itself. Are you all wolves or are you all vipers? I think I, did I, I promoted you all the vipers, right? Or are you, you still wolves? I don't recall having a discussion about rank We're at all. Moved to viper. Yep. Same. Okay. Same as being military would actually address that address that with right. the military rank she had from the north. Yeah. Okay. And you are all stalwarts and then I think sword hars? No, it's well, let's just say Viper for now. I was expecting y'all to have it in your notes. <laughs> I don't recall discussing rank period. I, I don't uh, It know was in I... I think it was in the text. It was in one of the text blasts, I think, at the very beginning so we'll just say viper for now oh. which uh jeff you said it was viper right uh, i was wolf at the very least yeah 
But I think been in the room where it happens. <laughs> yeah, I think I think to be in that point, I'm gonna say that you're all vipers. Uh, we'll we'll make that official. We'll make that recon official. As members of the Stormwatch, you are all vipers, and you are the equivalent of non-commissioned officers in the military, which is not right, a stalwart. So it's that. two ranks up. Yeah. Okay. But also vipers. Rin relays that. Um... You got identification, badges, that sort of thing. We do, yes. Let's see him. Um, Rin will pull hers out. Famous will do the same. Okay. All right. Clear quartz. Yep. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Husky advantage on the next insight check until the end of the session. That's from the clear quartz. That uh, Jeff, you're a technoclave, right? Yes. Okay. That was from the clear quartz from the clear quartz redemption from Jeff. So I'm gonna give it to Husky, to Clem. Thank you. Advantage on gambling Just, checks, boyo. In addition, in addition to the rank that we hold, she we takes the time to inspect our, all your badges. We are also our own organization. Right, the Storm Watch, eh? That's right. We did not pick the name for what that's worth, but <laughs> in any case, we have some time before any forces arrive. <laughs> How long do we have? We have a couple of days at least. At right? least a ten day. At least a ten day. At least a ten day. Yeah. We have at least a ten day. What can we do for you in that time? Get another pull card from Anna. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, and Anna. Thank you. Thank you. I <laughs> want to say. Make a persuasion check at advantage for here. It's just more for more for attitudes, more for attitudes. Doesn't doesn't incur failure or success, but might Can see how I way this goes. Aid on that. Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was gonna give you I was gonna give uh, her advantage because everyone is kind of helping, everyone is kind of contributing. So because you've all kind of offered, including you, Themis, that's why I'm giving her an advantage because you've all been. But if you want to add something else, it might make the DC lower. So go ahead. Um, what can I wait? Go. I think I can only do it to my own. Meanwhile, I'm gonna do cards have been dealt over here on the right. I'm gonna roll for I rolled a 17 for a total of 22. Or er, 17 plus 7 is 24. Okay, 24 total? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and what did you want to add, Themis? I was, I thought I could add something. Turns out I cannot. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, my nonsense, my uh, boosting persuasion checks is only self. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, in the meantime, 24. As this woman grins, Defiance kind of leans in and just leans into Rin and says, I don't know if you heard me when I said I was Ginny's right, but that's Melinda. And Melinda kind of smiles and says, Right, let me get the boss, and you can relay all that once again. I uh, I did not <laughs> properly store any of those names. God damn it. Uh, and she kind of gets a little chuckle about that and just... No funny business. We got a lot more right. muscle here than you think. And she just kind of 
makes her way down to the left side. Who has played? Okay, who has not played Divinity Original Sin two? I have not. Nope. Okay. All right. So, just um, Isabets and Nick. <laughs> all right. She's gonna makes her way over here and down to uh. You don't have to follow instructions, lad. <laughs> I said I'll. I said I'll fetch ya when needed. All right, scurry on back. Thank you. And she just kind of makes her way inside. Rin, uh, Rin sits on the tabletop and just starts strumming her loot idly, waiting. Okay, Clem. By the way, the tarot card is going to be... Let's see if this can infect... Infect. Affect the outcome here. That infect. is... Yes, that is woman Surprise once again. Demon. Fuck. So everyone except Dahlia and... Who won last time? Dahlia and... Clem, Nick? If I remember okay. Right. So, yeah. fame, uh, famous Ange, Avalon, Jeff, and Isabeth. Could you all roll the d20 put the results in the chat for me, please? Uh, you said roll d20? Yep, roll d20. Put the results in the roll 20 chat for the next tarot card. Bitrate is looking great. Freeing up the space on my computer really helped. I freed up again, like... Actually, it was probably close to 100 gigs. It's a oh lot. It's a I lot. I the trash and got back 15. Oh. I'm like, what have I been doing? Yeah. 15. Okay, Simeon, go ahead and roll. Yeah. A. Roll the something. Roll. Actually, you already met the Wandering Cleric of Sune. Well, I shuffled this deck too. So I'm going to give you. You we shuffled already. You're going to get advantage on the next charisma Ooh. performance check specifically. But if you feel particularly inspired, you can choose to say something inspiring to your bard to transfer that to them if you wish. Or you can put in your notes advantage on the next performance check as you gain the blessing of Sune. And you kind of, your eyes are drawn to that pendant that was given to Ren, and you're like, that would have been nice. And you kind of keep coming back to that, and you're thinking, but then that sort of feeling of love comes around, and you have the option to either keep that for yourself or transfer it somehow to Ren. I think I'll hold it for now. Okay, uh, all right. I think I have thoughts. But you uh, do have, you, you are inspired as to as to do something performative. And in the meantime, this is the woman card, the Wunjo card. Femininity, beauty, color purple. I love this card. Again, I did shuffle these pretty well. Actually, on that note, instead of uh, instead of playing the loot, can I just like plop up on the table, like I said, and um, just like sit and study that pendant for a minute, see if there's anything special about it that I might have missed earlier or anything sure. like that? Sure, okay. So as Lieza and Clem begin to play at Three Dragon Ante, Clem, could you roll 3d20 for me for Three Dragon Ante as you pull your cards? Yes, yes. Seven, 12, and 
Oh, before you continue, before you reveal your hands, what's the how much are you putting in, by the way? There's a big pot of about 45 gold here in, in the center of the table. 45. Uh... <laughs> Buy-ins at least two gold now, dearie. If you want to play with the big, with the big girls, which is very short. <laughs> I was going to say metaphorically boy. speaking. Yes. Uh, he's going to pull out. He'll just pull out a platinum, I guess, and put that down. There's like this. Whoa. Power move. Quite bold of you. Let's see if you can back it up. So, 13, 13, 8. Oh, for me? Or... Oh, no, that was something else. Go ahead and roll 3d20. Sorry. I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, I got a, a 7, seven 9, and a 12. 7, 9, and 12. Okay. Now, for 3 Dragon Ante, it's like blackjack. You want to get to 20. So you can hit or you can pass. Well, actually, no. This this is this is the wrong this is the wrong game. <laughs> uh, this is the ante is yeah. There's the ante is poker. Sorry. So you have um, you are looking for pairs. So you don't have any pairs, and but you could potentially get seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Mm, you get yeah, you could get yeah. So you could fold or you could play on you could play on it's a turn in the river right or is it the river and the turn turn first then river right yes yep it okay river and turn river and turn it probably is <laughs> <laughs> river and turn okay all right so yeah exactly that so i'm gonna say mm-hmm Ooh, okay. And the higher the higher the numbers, the higher the, the numerical value of the pair, the better. So Lieza is going to tap a finger and say, I'll take one for the river. And both of the other guys immediately like, mm, yes, yeah, take one for the river. Now, you don't have any pairs, but you could have, you could get a um, seven, eight, no, you could get a six, seven, eight, you could get a, no, not even that. So it's up to you. Do you want to, do you want to see what you get on the river or do you want to, do you want to fold? Everyone has going tapped to... right now. You could still get a pair. You could still get a pair. Pair of twelve. Yeah, Clem will go. Sure, why not? Okay. All right, and Leah says, "Oh, bold." Roll three more d twenty for me. Ooh. One, four, and seven. Okay. And at this point, he wants to do an insight check um, specifically yeah. <laughs> on her uh, 
Make an, believe. Yeah, make an insight check at advantage. advantage. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Which that'll be a yeah, an eighteen. Can you beat a twenty-seven? Can I possibly beat a twenty-seven? Can you? Can with you, my insight? We can you beat someone with expertise and deception? Oh. <laughs> uh nope. <laughs> uh no, not even close. But all right. Well, um, yeah. the first guy, six, thirteen, fifteen. The first guy says, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" and kind of throws, pulled, kind of throws the hands down on the table. Nope, too rich for my blood. And now it's just the three of you. And she says, she just kind of looks down and oh, so you would have had to put more in for the river. So, any amount. Sure. And, and uh, uh, she would say minimum for the river is one gold. He'll toss in another platinum. Wow. I like you. Money makes no difference. Yeah. All right. And you see this other guy over here is like very like all kinds of tells. You know, he's, but you can tell that the guy on the right has something. He's got something, mm -hmm. right? He's okay. like visibly excited. He's like, you know, no poker face whatsoever. <laughs> so you know he's got something. But he also looks a little nervous. And Lieza looks very confident. And for this one, she, she looks at you, stone-faced, and says, Check. For the turn. Is it Clem's go? The other guy just says, check. And then looks at you. <laughs> it's like very intense. It's like it's like the, gonna... the opening of Italian Spider-Man. Check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he's going to look at his fingers and then he will put down five platinum. There's like this. Oh, defiance is now like snuck over. And there's a dragonborn, too, that kind of from the elevator platform here is kind of making his way down gathered a lot of attention here you can see the other table up here there's this guy over here has his hands out and what appears to be like a cardboard screen on the table and he just <laughs> like throws his hands up like where the fuck is everybody going so I'm gonna put he's the dungeon master <laughs> okay oh my gosh. yeah they're they're totally playing D&D of course, there's always one. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your next d20. Uh, in universe? Right. In universe, would Dungeons and Dragons be the equivalent of, like, in real life, a game just being, like, Florida? Like, a game called Something, Florida? Yeah. Where it's just, like, weird shit? Like, I, I just, it's a real thing. Like, I don't know. It, it's funny to me. So I just so do I roll one more d20? Three more d20s. Three more? Okay. Team. Eight. Three. 
So as this is happening, the guy on the right, as you get to the last card in the turn, he just kind of... Well, I'm going to say, I think it was doing a rug. I think you 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 do two more, three more cards every time, I think, for three dragon ante. So we're just going to say that because that's why I've been doing it. Why not? It's yep, your version. So, yep. So my version of three dragon ante, it's three more cards every every time you hit. Fair? Everybody will establish that precedent now. I think it, it's an easier way for me to keep track of things. Is that cool? Modified three dragon ante. Is anyone diametrically opposed to fake... Three Dragon Annie in favor. I don't know how it was supposed to be played to begin with, so I have no qualms. No okay. arguments here. So, to the right. Eight, three. One, seven, nine, ten, twelve. Those, those are all of your rolls combined. Uh, yeah, that's all, all, all three of the triples. Okay. So I have sevens and twelves. So to your right, the guy throws down three seventeens and just ho 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 and kind of puts them on the table. 10, 18, 20, 12, 3. And you have two pair. And you have seven, uh, seven. One moment. 12, 12. I think so. Think two, two pair. pair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and no, never mind. I won't cheat. Never mind. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> you can try. Uh, two, If it wasn't clear, she is absolutely cheating. <laughs> oh, yes. Doesn't she have too many um, cards? Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. All right. Uh, so that is. And. Oh, there's no way I can cheat out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> While Clem is busy getting beaten, uh, Simeon is going to eat an apple. <laughs> Curious to know if I notice the cheating. Mm, good question. She throws down... Two, three. Five, six. Three pair with a flush on tap. And she just kind of, and then there's like a, oh! As that is, uh, yeah, uh, that is a, that is a, a triple, a two pair, and a three pair with a bonus combo. And the guy just 
You're tearing me up. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> the the guy on the right oh just kind of throws his hands up and yeah, just kind of throws his hands up and kind of walks away frustrated. I don't know how you do it every time, Liesa. Uh, Dahlia, make a make an insight check. Okay. It's unfortunate because every time we play a card game, we lose a couple of viewers. But <laughs> just because it, it's yeah. it's like ten minutes of me just staring at numbers on the screen. So I apologize to the viewers who, who sat through, <laughs> who sat through it. I know it's, I know it's boring for our viewers, but it's a lot of fun for our players. So thank you for indulging <laughs> us for that period of ten minutes of your life. We very much appreciate it. <laughs> and so, now you can share it with your friends. You can play the game too. Yes. Now you know how to play. Essie's version of Three Dragon Anti that does have combos if you can get a flush off of it. But uh, Clem will smile and nod and say, "Well, make that sure you subtract that platinum." Oh, I was doing it on the way. <laughs> uh, Eighteen, I rolled. Eighteen. Let's see if she gets complacent. Close, but no. Get out. She kind of looks over at you and gives you a smile. Care to play next? All right, thank you. As she kind of brings the coin over, kind of takes all the coin. Sorry, what was your answer? I said, I'm all right, thank you. Say it yourself. And she just kind of takes all the coin and just... And this guy takes off and he's like, hey, do you, do you need anybody for, for the table here? And they're like, no. And he's like, come on. This kind of dragonborn walks over and just <clears throat> kind of whispers into uh, Lisa's ear. And she just, yeah, 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 whatever. Go back to your, go back to your drakes and, and doolittles or whatever. Drakes and doohickeys, whatever you're calling it these days. And he just mumbles in that low sort of guttural dragonborn growl. At this time, you've been waiting for several minutes. And again, I do appreciate everybody here taking the time to wait that card game out. <laughs> now, returning shortly thereafter, Melinda, very casually, very slowly, Melinda comes back. And kind of looks at all of you. All right. It's your lucky day. The boss will see you now. Follow me and don't touch anything. Understood? As you wish. All right. Or immediately <clears throat> wants to touch everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Me too. <laughs> oh, God. Here Sim we go. Simeon nods and takes another bite of his apple. All right. What I want to do and what Rin wants to do are very different, so I will not be touching everything, but I do very badly want to. There is sort of like a silken curtain that kind of hangs over the door here, sort of like a golden, uh, golden sort of silken satin uh, curtain. And Melinda kind of steps aside. Go ahead. You see anything through it? No. Okay. Rin kind of takes the initiative and just to... walks in. Should I be able to see no, stuff in there? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rin, Rin walks in. 
I'm, Era walked uh, in right after her. Hold on. You said she was motioned to walk in, yes? Yep. Okay. And as you walk in, you can see both feet up on the desk. Stand in the same place. Yep. Both feet up on the desk, kind of hands folded like this, right? Kind of uh, sullied black leather boots is a halfling woman. And she is chewing on a toothpick as you walk in. And a very large half-orcish woman with runic tattoos all down the left side of her face. Kind of hair up in a bun, uh, sort of a, a half bun, and then half of it kind of flows down behind her and kind of over her right shoulder. And she has this kind of uh, emerald sort of set into the center of plate armor. Yes, full plate. And she just kind of has this crimson, uh, stained crimson cloak. And she kind of stares daggers into every single one of you as you come in. Kind of really giving you the ocular pat down, right, from It's Always Sunny. But having, being actually able to back it up. So, as you enter, this halfling kind of just... Continues to chew on the toothpick and just... And what can I do for six members of the Stormwatch? That's we're going to go ahead and take a break. So let's take ten, everybody. What can I do for the vaunted Stormwatch of the Zentarum? She kind of kicks her boots back and just kind of tosses the toothpick to the side. Ooh, the far more on. interesting question is what we can do for you. <laughs> oh, God, I feel so skeevy saying that. Um, By the way, I got some more. Force... Go ahead. We have we have forces uh, coming in a little over a 10 day, I think, that want to use Tilverton as a base of forward operations. Oh, so I, I heard. I want to work with you and figure out a way to make that mutually beneficial. There's no reason we can't work together. So you mean to tell me that the Zentilar 10,000 swords, if I have that correct, are going to come here Take over my city, use it as a forward base of operations, and what are we going to do in the meantime? Hmm? What's going to happen to all the people that are the wards of the rogues of Tilferton? What's going to happen to the rogues guild? Are we just supposed to take you at your word? You and your bosses and the people that they serve that we kicked out several decades ago are going to just waltz back in here and treat us like everything's hunky-dory? You really want me to believe that? No, I don't. The leadership that you expelled, the Zentilar that was dealt with in Tilverton before, is not the Zentilar that exists now. Apparently not. I hear things. But I haven't long seen term, things. Long-term plans? I would like to speak to my superiors on your behalf and give you a portion at least of 
the uh, trading operations in Hillsfar. Because the people running it don't deserve it. And I think you could do something great with it. I don't care Short about the term. people in Hillsfar. They can all fucking burn. The whole city can fucking I... burn. I, from the very depths of my heart, want nothing more. Believe me. But Hillsfar is a very important part of the Moon Sea. Everything goes through goes through Hillsfar eventually. That's a hell of a seat of power. I don't a give a, a shit about Hillsfar. What I care about are the people in the tents up there. The people that live down here. The people that call this place home. That's what I care about. What can we do to make that better? Those 10,000 soldiers, when they're not out fighting and wait and sieging and such, could we perhaps rebuild the homes that were here before so that you don't have to stay in tents? Make a persuasion check. Anybody else want to say anything? Um... This whole time, Rena has been sort of like twisting the amulet around in her hands and just sort of like messing with the pendant. Um, so it's it's probably pretty visible. She's not actively showing it off. It's just sort of idly fucking with it while she's talking, if that makes a difference. Okay, thank you for letting me know. Samus will basically reiterate what Rin said and offer an offer of the offer protection for these people, help in rebuilding the city to its former greatness, yada yada yada. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, Simeon is is uh, pretty much since the first time uh, the the half-orc you know, gave, gave him the dagger eyes, he's been giving them right back to her the whole time. Okay. <laughs> pretty much ignoring all the rest of the conversation, it's, it's enforcer versus enforcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same. Doesn't break eye contact, just staring daggers at you same thing it's okay now now you can make that performance check at advantage mm -hmm. see how well you i don't i don't know everything yeah. you need okay yeah just I'm obviously to... <laughs> i'm obviously not from tilverton but that's why i'm talking to you what can we do for you Make that persuasion. Oh, roll a d4 for me. Two. I am not rolling well tonight. Fuck Fif off. 15 total? Yeah, I rolled a two on the d4. Okay, I'm going to add that to your persuasion roll. And Yay. with Themis's assistance, we'll bring the basics. Famous seems very genuine, so we'll bring the basics down from an 18 to a 15. Between Famous and... But just to be sure. Allura, Terra, Clem, any of you want to add anything? Terra is still just arms folded, trying mm. to look as menacing as possible. <laughs> trying not to touch anything, even the, though she really wants to. The Enforcer kind of looking at Simeon just... <laughs> Or is still just watching and making sure nothing's about to go crazy. Mm. They 
look at each other. And back at you. And clutching that pendant of Tsune. And thinking about what you said and then rephrasing seems to have given you a confident blessing. Ooh, Rose Quartz. And that also, hang on, let's see. Hey, Anna just gave you advantage. Thank you. And I'll roll one more time just to see how well nice. it goes. One more straight roll, Persuasion. You rolled Performance. Why? You rolled Performance. Uh, that, I did. It's the same modifier, though. Uh, hold on. I'll roll Persuasion. DM boop. Roll Persuasion. You rolled. You rolled. You hit the wrong button. And roll 20 right might there. have like a timing there we thing. Go. Yeah. Okay. Finally. God, I've been hanging plus on to a plus seven this whole time. And I just keep it rolling bad. Anyway, I'm sorry. Please yes. say thank you to Anna. <laughs> thank you, Anna. <laughs> yeah. All right. So as you really, you all just kind of look, she just. With a, with a 26, better than a 15. She just kind of clutches her stomach and stands up. She has like a little, and then kind of steps on a little platform so she can be eye level with all of y'all. She's very short. She would have like a platform of power there behind the desk, right? To make herself seem very imposing, he puts the hands forward. Just used to see her step up a little bit a couple of times. She kind of leans forward. Kind of hand on the stomach still, and then she winces. Takes a deep breath, kind of stuttering a little bit. Even if I wanted your help, one of these twats lost the master key to the cellars and the sewers, which has been the source of all of our frustration and problems. Just so I know I can trust you. Would you do me the kindness of heading down to the lower levels and investigating the area around the cavern, the left side of the lower levels of this fine establishment? You see, everyone here has become increasingly superstitious lately. We had to flee our operations in the waterworks and the sewers, which was our primary base of operations because... Well, our folks were being pulled away, one by one, in the middle of the night. If there was a watch, sometimes it might even be two of them. One way or another, we've been losing people. Steadily. Something is going on in the absolute lower levels. Now, the level right below this one is just an open area. You can go and look down on it now. But it's the sewers where we started losing people. We had to lock everything up. And in our panic, somebody seems to have dropped the key. The master keys. Believe me, I have been through everything a hundred times. It's not here. Somebody even admitted to hearing something jingle on the ground. On the lower levels below this one. Now, of course, we tried to send people back to get it, but everybody here are, <laughs> again, these swats are very superstitious, and 
Every time someone has tried to venture into the cave closest to where the individual in question who has been demoted claims that he lost said keys. Something, something about a, a haunted voice, a disembodied spirit of a wraith, or uh, that the place is cursed. And I mean, between you and I, I don't really subscribe to any of that nonsense, but if you could do me a favor and just waltz down into the lower levels, into the cavern, walk in there and clear out or find out whatever the hells is going on in that cavern. What's going on with the spooky magical darkness? And why everybody here seems to think that a small cave on the lower levels is haunted and why nobody refuses to go and get the fucking keys that we need that we lost about 24 hours ago. Ren looks around at the at the group, looking for any kinds of signs of dissent. Does anyone have any kind of objections? I love a good ghost story. I'm all for it. It actually Easy. sounds quite exciting, yes. Easy enough. Go down there, clear out the shit, get the key, and give key give key to them, and we have a deal. You heard everybody. Ah, we'd be delighted to help you. It would genuinely be my pleasure. Good. You can go down there now. Rin gives like uh like a two finger salute. Of course. We'll uh we'll be seeing you soon. Alright. Oh, before we go down there, is there anyone who has or you said someone has seen or heard something down there. Could we speak to them? And she kind of gestures over to the half-orc. And she kind of lets out a loud whistle. Several moments pass. And you see... A drow male. And a drow male... Lisa... And that other dragonborn. That drow male art looks fucking great. That's a good design right there. And as they enter, she says, Thresh, Fool, Lisa. And they kind of all have this kind of terrified look on their face and... Uh, it takes about five minutes for them all to gather in. It's kind of awkwardly awkward moments where you're kind of staring between Melinda outside and the two, the two guards, and back at the boss. And and this is as this is happening. She says, "I'm sorry, by the way. My name is Ginny. Ginny Hearthfire the second. And this is my left." She kind of gestures over to the half orc Eketra. My name's Rin, formerly of Hillsfar. And, and just... then she lets that hang for a second, and then she introduces the rest of the group, uh, like she did earlier. She looks and she says, you and me both. Fucking human laws. And kind of clutches her stomach once again. And as she introduces the three that come in, Liesa, Dresh, and Uthiel. And... She leans forward and gestures towards them 
and with a somber look on their faces, almost terrified, they match eyes with they match eyes with yours and begin to speak about the horrors on the lower levels in this haunted cave. And that is where we will officially pause it for the evening. Thank you, everybody. And quick round of promotion, because I know a lot of people have to blast out of here. We'll say, uh, Ange, go ahead and give us your your elevator speech for what you're doing beyond this. Um, what I do beyond this uh, on Sunday nights, 8 to 10, on live on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch, I am a co-host for Animazing Radio. So if you like anime and you like live content, come check it out. Awesome. Thanks, Ange. And what do you have going on, Avalon? So now you both have to skedaddle. Avalon, what's going on in your world? Yeah. Um. So, of course, I stream here for ESP D&D with both uh, Stormwatch and the soon-to-be-continued uh, Heaven's Fire stream. Um, but otherwise, I do voice acting. Uh mostly for Faustian Nonsense shows, the most recent of which is The Sound Museum. Uh, it's finishing up its uh, crowdfunding campaign right now on Seed and Spark. Um, it was fully funded in three days and is now working towards its stretch goals. Um, it's a really cool sort of experimental podcast about weird sounds and science experiments and stuff. I got... I get to voice a sentient fungus that uh, Ooh. <laughs> steals a scientist. Um, it's it's a really cool project. It's super, super cool. Um, that's what I've been doing most recently, but, uh, you know, I'm around. I get around. Awesome. All right, and uh, kind of skipping around here, Clem, played by Nick slash Husky. What do you have going on? Lots of stuff uh, I know. This? Uh, I guess. <laughs> um, mostly just this, otherwise every Friday I am playing some advanced, uh, leveled up advanced 5th edition, uh, revamped rules and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and remind, uh, uh remind me to put your Twitch in there. Just send it to my DMs and I'll put it in the Maypot. Yes, um, I will do a link tree. I just need to get around to that. Awesome. But, uh, on Precarious here on Twitch, we are going around various islands and struggling with amnesia. We are trying to figure out why we killed a bunch of innocent people. So that's fun. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm just here every other Monday. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. And Dahlia, please. Hey, I am just here playing D&D with you fine folk and hanging out in the Discord, and that's pretty much it these days. <laughs> awesome. All right, and Dahlia is Dahlia. All right, and uh, Isabits. What do you got going on, Isabits? Um, I am here every other Monday playing Tara on Stormwatch. Um, every Sunday, you can find me on um, Master of Rem Twitch um, playing Drusilla, the Southern Bale Bard. Um, and that is based on um, a graphic novel called uh, Collisworth's Clockwork Circus. Um, and the creator and writer is our DM for that game. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, I am also in the process of recording an actual play um, Power Rangers RPG 
um, and that will be released on the Alternia archives at the beginning of the year. Um, but they're also going to, um, they're interviewing all the cast members. So we'll have those put out there leading up to it. Um, other than that, you can just find me on Discord. Awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to checking out the Power Rangers for sure. And uh, Fathagan, Fathagan, slash Jeff. Good evening. Uh, I am Thuggan on the TikToks. Uh, otherwise, I play D&D here on every other Monday night. Uh, my TikTok is mostly little silly D&D sketches and GM tips if I remember to actually create content. Um, I'll figure out eventually. Otherwise, you can find me in the Discord. Uh, and that's really all it is for me. Awesome. Speaking of the Discord, here it is. And we will see y'all back here. Listen, everybody, I'm really excited about everything we have going on in this map. Uh, th this very first quest, I wrote poetry for this quest and I'm so fucking pissed off at OBS for just spontaneously combusting. Uh, I'm so tired. This Mercury in retrograde needs to go away. But I wrote poetry. I wrote like another page of block text. There's a whole dungeon here. So stay tuned for that. I'm very much looking forward to it. And you can catch us back here on the 3rd. Monday, October 3rd, for all of the poetry and the block text and the dungeons and the characters and the stories and, and the D&D the &D art and everything and the music. I'm so excited. Really, really upset with OBS that this happened tonight. So we'll see you back here. You don't want to miss the next episode. So I'll see you then. And on the 8th, we have the launch of the Heaven's Fire Redux or Rekindled stream. Uh, I've been calling it Heaven's Fire Redux, so... Saturday, October 8th, join us as we restart in the realm of Valerian and in the Queen's realm of Valtheria. And until then, we're going to go ahead and raid Madbird Streams, and we will see y'all in two weeks. Have a good night, everybody. everybody. And uh, be gay, do crime. Peace out, witches.